0: So, welcome again to the latest Coffin Heroes podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Alan. Uh, just recording this in store, which, uh, just in case you don't know, is in Smithfield Market in Belfast, just out the back of Castle Court. Uh, we are unit 16. So, just to move on with this podcast, what we're gonna be focusing on is this month's previews book. So, similar to how I explained last, uh, last podcast, uh, regarding the previews. We get our uh, previews book uh, about a month in advance <clears throat> before orders are needed uh, and during that time I think the responsibility really is ours to let people know what's available, let them know what's coming up. It can be hard to keep track of comics so that's what we're here for. Um. So in this case with the podcast we can throw out some recommendations based on looking through the previews book and if anything does tickle your fancy, you can just uh, give us a buzz, let us know, we can um put those onto your pull lists. Or indeed, if you're just getting started and want to set up a pull list, uh, that's something we can certainly offer as well. So what we'll do is we'll divide it once again into three. Uh, what I've done is I've done five recommendations for each. So one for DC, one for Marvel, and one for Indie. So we'll uh, jump on to the DC previews after this so starting off with the DC previews there's only really one place to start this month just as uh, with last month no justice was our big recommendation um, just with the great work Scott Schneider's doing uh, basically his run on no justice is leading him into Justice League which he will be relaunching with a brand new number one so as I say, Scott Snyder writing for this one. Uh, artist is going to be Jim Chung. Now, once again, this is another little coup for for DC. Jim Chung has been um a big artist at Marvel for a number of years. He's done everything from Avengers versus X Men to The Hulk to Fantastic Four. By way of Iron Man, I mean he's he's pretty much done all of the big titles for Marvel at this point. And for him to move across to DC, as I say, is a big um, a big coup for them. Obviously, with this title, it's, uh, as I say, spitting out of no justice. So this is going to be just going right back to Basics' new team. Uh, a great start for Snyder, I think, and uh, one that I'm really looking forward to. <clears throat> what I've always thought with Justice League in terms of comics is it really should be DC's flagship title. I mean... It has the big three in there, it, it always attracts the big writers, the big artists. Uh, you know, it used to be that Justice League, if you know, you were in a situation where there was only one comic you you know you could afford a month, you'd go Justice League because instead of buying a, an individual Batman title or an individual Superman title, you would buy Justice League because it would have them both in it, as well as Wonder Woman and Green Lantern and you know all the rest. So Given the caliber of talent that is uh, being put onto this title, I fully expect DC uh, to pretty much put this back to the top. So, as I say, that is Justice League number one. Uh, after that, the next one I would recommend would be The Man of Steel. Now, I, I'm not the biggest Superman fan in the world. There have been some great stories with The Man of Steel. Don't get me wrong, but I've always thought with Superman, it's it's almost hard to uh, consistently give Superman credible threats because he's so powerful. I mean, the only thing you can attack is is humanity or attack him with kryptonite. So, <clears throat> I'm really curious about this title simply because this is the, uh, the first project for Brian Michael Bendis. And with this, it's gonna be a six-issue mini-series. It's actually gonna come out on a weekly basis. <clears throat> so you won't have to wait too long in between titles. What's interesting about it as well is there's actually going to be a different artist for each issue. So for uh, the first one, it's going to be drawn by Ivan Rice and Joe Prado, who incidentally will be doing all of the covers. Uh, Even though there'll be a different artist for the interiors for each issue, it's one large connecting uh, cover for uh, this title. And as I say, that's done by Ivan Rice and Joe Prado. Uh, Issue two is drawn by Ethan Shainer. Uh, Issue three, Ran Suk. Issue four, Kevin McGuire. Issue five, Adam Hughes. Issue six, Jason Faybook. So, this is basically, Ben, this is proper first uh, foray out into The Man of Steel. He will be doing a short story uh, in Action Comics 1000, so we'll get a little bit of a sense of his style of writing and, and where he's aiming to take the character, but this will be the first time, you know, he'll have issues to let those ideas breathe, so to speak. So. Uh, as I say, looking forward to that. That is The Man of Steel. What <clears throat> well, we've also got next, it's a bit of a, a change in tact at this point. It's a title called Plastic Man. Now, this is uh, going to be a six-issue mini-series. It's written by one of my personal favourite authors, Gail Simone. You know, she's always been great at combining heart with humour and sometimes in comics you just need a a comic that'll you know give you a break from all of the end of the world stuff all the darkness all the pathos you just need a comic to be just pure fun you know make you smile just you know feel like a kid again and and i think that's what this series is going to be uh as i say with Gail Simone she's very well known for her dc stuff you know she did a great run on batgirl in the new 52 Uh, she also did an underrated mini series called the movement uh, which was a great little series Uh, when it comes to the artist uh, the artist on this one is adriana Mello. now Mello, she's a a brazilian artist who's worked on star wars witchblade and birds of prey so it's safe to say that you know safe to say she can uh she can scribble a bit to say the least uh we then move on next to dc with uh the immortal men so Immortal Men, this is written by James the IV, you know, mentioned on this pod before as being one of sort of Scott Schneider's disciples when it comes to the uh when it comes to DC writing. So you know anything that he's working on is gonna be good. In terms of metal, for example, he was responsible for the uh the Batman Who Laughs issue, which was arguably one of the best titles of Metal. So in this case he is uh he's writing and it's actually going to be two people sharing the artist duties, uh, which is Ryan Benjamin and Richard Friend. So, I mean, I'm already looking forward to this title. The one that I'm recommending this month specifically is The Immortal Men 3, um, simply because the uh, the cover for this made me exceptionally happy, because one of the great things about metal was the, <clears throat> the creation of these great dark knights, you know, Red Death, Batman Who Laughs you know, Don Breaker, etc., cetera, et cetera, So the cover for this one, it actually has the Batman who laughs on front of it. So that, in, that on its own just gets me excited because it shows that they're going to use these, um, they are going to use these characters in the main DC continuity. So that in itself, as I say, is very, very exciting. Uh, it's also Jim Lee as well, who has actually, uh drawing the cover though he's not responsible for the interior art but uh no as i say Mortal Men it's actually due out next week uh the first issue so we've got a few of those coming in so if it's the kind of thing that interests you let us know uh and then as i say once you reach this point immortal Men 3 i think the series is really going to hit its drag which leads us then to the last one now with uh regards to the next one it's kind of a recommendation for one, but it's actually a recommendation for five issues individually. Uh, so basically what you've got next is the Batman, uh, prelude to the wedding one shots. So in this case, you're going to have, um, five issues, which are leading up to the, uh, to Batman number 50. Now Batman number 50 is, uh, is showcased as being the quote wedding issue. whether they'll get married or not is another big thing Batman and Catwoman but we'll wait and see uh, but what they're doing as a little sort of prelude series is it, it's a really interesting idea because the idea itself is that all of the villains in Batman's world are rather upset that they feel they're losing one of the uh one of their guys so to speak one of the bad guys to um to their biggest fool so they're basically setting out to sabotage the wedding. So these five issues, are all going to be written by Tim Seeley, but they will have a different artist on each one. So the five individual issues, one is called uh, Robin versus Raz al Ghul. Uh, The next one is Nightwing versus Hush, the one I'm looking forward to most personally, uh, because I do think Hush is a very uh, underused character ever since the self-titled Great Batman run. You also got Batgirl vs. The Riddler, Red Hood vs. Anarchy and Harley Quinn vs. The Joker. So those five issues are basically going to lead up to Batman 50 and I think they'll all be really interesting one shots on their own. they're going to release them one week at a time and uh, as I say, I mean you can pick up all five if you're a collector, you can pick up just one if it interests you, again just let us know if there are ones that you are interested in. But for me, it's definitely got to be Nightwing versus Hush because, you know, that just sounds absolutely superb to me. Uh, yeah, so that brings us to the end of the uh, the DC recommendations. Uh, plenty of good stuff to sink your teeth into there, which will lead us then to the uh, Marvel previews, which are coming up after this. <laughs> So moving along, we then come on to our Marvel preview section. So with Marvel, it's uh, quite a good time to get into Marvel. This is something I'm actually looking forward to on a personal level, uh, simply because ever since we've opened the store, I I do feel it. You know, I do have a, a predilection for you know directing people to DC titles. I mean, it's always a case of you know it's one of the oldest rivalries in the world, DC versus Marvel. What do you prefer? I don't want to be biased uh with the store, you know I want to be able to recommend great titles on both sides, so I'm trying to educate myself more and read more of the big Marvel titles and so forth. You know, I just recently finished you know the vision graphic novel, for example, which is absolutely wonderful. I've got a couple lined up soon going back and reading the original Civil War, old man Logan, those kind of things so with Marvel doing this sort of relaunch at the moment and taking a lot of their titles back to number one, it's actually a really good chance for me to you know, get in at the ground level with the Marvel uh, titles. So with this uh, this month's recommendations, all five of them are number ones. So we start off with Thor number one. This is written by Jason Aaron and has two artists on it, Mike Del Mundo and Christian Ward. Now I'd be excited for this on a personal level anyway because I'm a big fan of Jason Aaron's writing. Specifically, a his indie stuff. He's done a really, really wonderful title called Southern Bastards, which is actually an ongoing title set in sort of the deep racist South, which is is uh, a really, really great title. So seeing him take on Thor, I know he's been writing Thor for quite a while, but the mythology was a bit, a bit garbled for someone like myself, who's a bit more of a a part time Marvel reader, because, you know, it focused a lot on a a replacement for Thor, and it was Jane Foster, and this and that. So i do think this kind of number one scenario will be really good for me to get into because it actually is going to be focusing on the return of thor odinson so with this one you know the artifacts of asgard have been scattered across the earth and to reclaim them thor will have to face some ugly truths uh, like the production cost of hundreds of new hammers and the thunder god is going to need every last one of them if he's going to stop the unstoppable juggernaut uh, you can't have to tell. I just read that out of the Marvel previews that uh, <laughs> stop the unstoppable. You, you gotta love that writing. Um, yeah, as I say, this is something that I will look forward to. the The preview art looks absolutely wonderful for it. Uh, it's promising to take Thor in a whole new direction, which I know could just be you know the spiel that they gave you to sell it to. But I am genuinely looking forward to that. Thor is one of my uh, one of my favorite Marvel characters, so I look forward to that. Next up on the list we have Tony Stark, Iron Man number one. If you've been in the store a few times you'll know I don't really have a lot of love for Iron Man. I'm more of a Captain America kind of guy. A lot of that though comes from the movies rather than the, the comics themselves. So this is something i look forward to primarily because it's Dan Slott writing. So Dan Slott obviously stepping away from Amazing Spider-Man and as we knew he was going to leave that to do Iron Man. He's also been announced further down the line to be doing fantastic four but you know that's a little bit in the distance so with this one as i say dan slot writing and um, valerio sheeti on art and with this again we're going back to the original um the original heroes for a while there the iron man comics were sort of dominated by iron heart which was a female character called Rary williams whereas with this one we're going back to sort of old school we're going tony stark we're going iron man so we'll look forward to that Dan Slott very very strong writer as I say the uh, the artist has has cut their chops on Guardians of the Galaxy so yeah we'll look forward to that one so we'll, hopefully they'll capture some of Tony's trademark sarcasm and humour what we then move on to is another number one and this is the Immortal Hulk number one which is uh, written by veteran Al Ewing with art by Joe Bennett Again, this one's worth giving a chance to just because of the absolutely wonderful um Alex Ross cover, uh, which has Hulk crawling out of Bruce Banner's grave. Really, really beautiful piece of art. So it is. Uh, really, really look forward to just having that cover alone. But uh, just to give you a little spiel again out of previews, it says. Uh, Horror has a name, so I like the idea, first of all, this is going to be a more horror-based title. Uh, it's not going to be that just just a big adventure, you know, end-of-the-world type scenario. You know, the Hulk is a monster. It should be a horror title. So, basically what uh, the preview says is you'd never notice the man. He doesn't like to be noticed. He's quiet, calm, never complains. If someone were to walk up and shoot him in the head, all he'd do is die. Until night falls and someone else gets up again. The man's name is Banner. The horror is the Immortal Hulk. You know, I, I like that it's light on details, uh, and I like that it's got that horror vibe, as I say, so that I think that's going to be really, really cool. Uh, you know, the Hulk for a long time, he's been everything from, you know, the cuddly Avenger to the funny Avenger to, you know, space-hopping Avenger. Straight-up horror, I think, is something that hasn't really been done since the start, so I'm really looking forward to that. Then we move on to Deadpool number one. Now, Deadpool's a strange character for me because I think the first Deadpool movie is absolutely wonderful. I think that the second one has the potential to be just as good. But he's never really been a character that I've read, to be honest. He seems to me to be a character that works better in live action than in comics. Uh, Apologies if I offend anybody out there who thinks otherwise. Um, But I'm looking forward to giving this a go. A lot of that is because... This is actually going to be written by Scotty Young. Now Scotty Young is known primarily as an artist, more than anything. Uh, he's known very well for doing the sort of baby Marvel covers, that kind of thing. The only thing I can really pinpoint him his writing was uh, he did a Rocket Raccoon series, which he drew bits and pieces of as well. And as well as that, he also did a image title called I Hate Fairyland. So He's got a sense of humour, you know, he's got a wicked sense of humour as well, so I think that he'll be the perfect guy to jump on the Deadpool. Uh, art is going to be by Nick Klein, uh, who I'm not overly familiar with, I have to say. Uh, so we'll we'll look forward to seeing that. I mean, Nick Klein has worked with Rick Remender, Jason Latour, Jason Aaron, you know, so he's he's worked with some big hitters, so we should look forward to that. You know, the front cover looks, looks pretty awesome for it as well. You know, clean up on aisle two with... You know, Deadpool with a massive gun and the remains of the Avengers lying around. So, yeah, that that looks like it could be a lot of fun. And then the last one I was looking at, a little bit of a left field choice, to be honest. But for this one, this is The Sentry, number one. Now, The Sentry's always been known as the Golden Guardian. You know, he's recently made a bit of a return in uh, in Doctor Strange. um, And it's a character that Marvel Universe seems to forget quite a lot, to, to be honest and with in this case I've actually got Jeff Lemire on board to write this so that in itself means that I'm there I mean he did a great run on Moon Knight he's killing it on Old Man Logan uh, did some great Is launched a, an indie title recently called Gideon Falls which is absolutely brilliant and the artist is going to be Kim Jacinto so artist from Avengers No Surrender so I mean, when it comes to Marvel stuff that I have read in the last few years, nearly all of it is is fringe titles. You know, it's it's been things like the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run or the Mark Wade Daredevil run. You know, I I like the ones that are maybe not sort of seen as the big titles, if that makes sense. So, especially in this case, one which is a quote mind bending series. You know, stuff. You know, stuff to do with the cosmic Marvel universe or that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that's something I can get on board with. So. The Sentry should be a really really fun title and that's another one that launches in around six to seven weeks as well so uh, Yeah, that brings us to the end of the Marvel recommendations for previews. So after this we will jump on to Indie And Now so we move on to the Indie stuff so as ever with the indie comics, there's so many great titles coming out. It, it can actually be hard sometimes to narrow it down quite a bit. But you know, there's there's loads more stuff outside of these recommendations. You know, coming out. So as I say, pop in the store, check the previews website, or you know, drop us a message, ask us for a few more de- uh, a few more recommendations. It's always always a pleasure to do that. But these are the five that I, that I narrowed down this month. Uh we start off with a title called The Magic Order. So this is a brand new number one a brand new series from mark miller uh, on writing duties with the art being done by olivier Coupel. so with the magic order this is the first original work by mark miller ever since he sold his label miller World to netflix you know the idea being that netflix gets exclusive access to mark miller's work original work going forward but also some of his back catalog now, I know with some of his back catalogue, it's either owned by Marvel or there's already been adaptations. I'm not sure how the how the rights work there. But, you know, this is the first original work, so this will all be on Netflix. So something tells me this will be a TV show before too long. To narrow it down, really, I mean, story-wise, this is Harry Potter meets Goodfellas. You know, there's uh, a set-up of five families of magic, and they've been protecting the world for generations. But now they must uh, battle an enemy who's picking them off one by one. You know, Mark Miller he's, he's I sort of call Mark Miller the Stephen King of comics. I don't think that everything he writes is amazing, but in terms of sheer output of original ideas, he's up there with the very best. You know, he's he's always dependable for these mini-series, you know, four-issue series, six-issue series, that kind of thing. You know, as his work on Kick Ass, Hit Girl, Chrononauts, Huck, Reborn, just to you know, name a few has, has definitely shown. And Coopell, he's he's worked in everything from Superman to Thor to Batman. Uh he seems to be recently concentrating more on variant covers, which he's been doing the main Batman title for a little while. Uh but he's he's an excellent artist. So yeah, that should be a really, a really fun ride. Uh the next one I'm looking at. With the next one it's interesting because I only really look forward when there's big news or when the previous book arrives, you know, obviously we're dealing with so many titles in the store and, you know, we, we like to, you know, keep it clear what's coming out in sort of the next four to six weeks. So we don't often look beyond that. So it was actually one of our regular customers, Kyle, who recommended this one to me. And then I saw the synopsis and the talent involved and thought my customers know me well. Uh, this one's called The Weatherman. Uh, so this is a brand new number one with uh, writing by Jody Lehoop and art by Nathan Fox. So to give you the spiel on this one, you know, it, it gives you a description on the preview site of Nathan Bright had it all, an awesome girlfriend, a kick-ass dog, and a job as the number one weatherman on a terraform Mars. But when he's accused of carrying out the worst uh, terrorist attack in human history, an event that wiped out nearly the entire population of Earth, Nathan becomes the most wanted man alive and a target of a manhunt that spans the galaxy. But is he truly responsible for a horrific crime? And why can't he remember? You know, that's that's something I look forward to all over. You know, it's got sci-fi, it's got man on the run, it's got action, it's got a unique world set up for it. But the thing that really uh the thing that really sells it for me, and this'll either sell it for you or put you off the title straight away. But it's from the writer of Shirtless Bear Fighter. So straight away I'm on board with this. Uh So yeah, that is uh, The Weatherman number one. The next one I have is, is a title that I wanted to recommend simply because with comics, I find a lot of the time that recommending stuff for sort of teenagers and above is easy to do. You know, there's endless choice. Recommending something for slightly younger readers, but also things that, will appeal to older readers as well you know that sweet spot title it can appeal to both demographics i think when titles like that come along that we we should champion them a bit so in this case what i'm uh, recommending is nancy drew number one so this is going to be uh, a new nancy drew series written by kelly thompson with art by jen st ong i mean nancy drew is reimagined here you know it's from the writer of uh, hawkeye and the artist of the misfits Everybody at this point probably knows who Nancy Drew is for one reason or another, you know. You know, she's a 17-year-old girl who's good at everything, uh, especially solving crimes. But in this one, this reimagining of it, uh, her life is thrown into disarray when she's forced to confront the past and all the friends that she left behind. um, Which friends are still friends, which friends are now enemies, and which one is actually trying to kill her. Uh, So, yeah, this should be a really intriguing little title, little mini-series, I believe, six issues... You know, it's, a, it's an all-new modern spin on a classic mystery icon. And as I say, it's a title that, you know, we can certainly recommend to many age groups. And that alone, I think, is definitely worth mentioning. So we go from a title that uh, appeals to all age groups, to maybe one, maybe just for the older generation. Uh, this one is called Bedtime Games. This is a, a brand new number one. It's going to be a four-issue mini miniseries. It is written by Nick Keller, uh, with art by Connor Nolan. Now, I love that the cover to this one. It gives me sort of hints of Tales from the Crypt. You know, it's, it's that sort of known character who's going to spin some horrific yarns and we're all going to be on the edge of our seat reading or listening uh, to it. I think we all need a little horror in our lives and, you know, when good horror titles do come along, I do like recommending them. Uh, basically, the gist of this one is three friends uh, want to start their senior year in college with a bang. And they want to do that by exploring the mysterious past of their school. Uh, but digging into the past let loose an evil that seeks to prey on their worst fears. Hints of evil dead there as well. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, the preview artwork looks great as well. It looks gorgeously dark. So really looking forward to that one. As I say, that is uh, bedtime games. And then we're going to finish off the recommendations with a bit of a classic. Uh... I've been a fan of Alan Moore for a number of years. I understand that he is pretty much batshit crazy, for lack of a better term. But he really has produced some of the best stories of all time. You know, you just rhyme off Watchmen, you know, killing joke. Uh, But one of his biggest achievements has been the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Now, after an epic 20-year journey through the entirety of human culture, Uh, this is now going to be the last League of Extraordinary Gentlemen title. Uh, Written by Alan Moore and drawn by uh, Kevin O'Neill, so long-term collaborators on this title. But not only are they concluding their Extraordinary League of Gentlemen run, they're also uh, concluding their own legendary comic book careers. This this is apparently going to be their final work. Now, I know the old saying in comics is no one ever really dies, so you never know they might come back or, you know, to Alan Moore's great joy, they might just decide, oh, we'll write it without you. But, you know, th- this feels like a big deal. This-, this feels like the end of an era sort of um, series. And in their own words, this six-issue mini-series is a celebration of everything's comics were, are, and could be. You know, that just gives me goosebumps. You know, I, I cannot wait for this. Uh, we're going to uh, probably push big on getting the original graphic novels into the store as well, so you can read up on everything to this point, but I'm sure the six-issue miniseries will stand on its own as well, introduce you to this world, introduce you to these characters. So that's one to really, really look forward to. I think that's I think that's going to be something really special, to be honest. Uh, so yeah, so that brings us to the end of the, the previews uh, recommendations for this month. So as I say, the, the sooner you can get preview orders in, the better uh, with regards to the previews, uh, titles, as I say, because we like, we, because we have to order them up front, it's always good for us to know exactly what people want and let us therefore um tailor our orders accordingly. Uh, in this case, we just need to know the orders by the t- Friday, the 20th of April by three o'clock. And uh, again, these titles will be released in, in June. So, If there's anything there that catches your eye, don't hesitate to get in touch. If there's stuff that you feel like we've missed or, you know, maybe haven't spotlighted in a way you would like, you know, get in touch with us. You know, drop us a message on the Facebook page. uh, Drop us a message through Messenger. You know, finding us on Facebook is very easy. Just search for Coffee and Heroes. Uh, You can find us on Twitter, which is at Coffee Heroes 1. Uh, You can also find us on Instagram as well. And then, obviously, the podcasts themselves are SoundCloud and iTunes. So, plenty of options there. Uh, We've got a few more podcasts scheduled to record this week. Uh, A little bit more of the Marvel stuff in terms of the movies. And also, I might be having a little chinwag with a special guest soon. So, keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed this. And uh, I hope to see you in-store soon. Mm